The festivities would include shopping trips, sightseeing tours, skiing, and a formal Christmas ball on the third evening. Jackson managed all the details because Sarah trusted his instincts and his ability to stick to a budget. For all his hard work, Jackson's reward included a huge bonus and several paid weeks off for the holiday. But she could not resist buying him something personal. While purchasing a gift certificate in the men's department of Nordstrom's, she ran into Karen. Karen, I see you have the same idea. Sarah smiled as she greeted her friend. Karen Shea, Michael's former secretary, had started with the Palmer Company early. She had great business insight and now managed the Anchorage branch of the Palmer Corporation. At 35, a statuesque brunette with deep brown eyes and a curvaceous figure, she had the kind of looks that complemented her skills as a manager. It is that time of year. Besides, the men in our lives would all still look like Cro-Magnon if we didn't do the shopping for them. Sarah giggled at the thought. You're probably right. Are you seeing someone new? No, not really. At least not seriously. There's just too many to choose from. I don't know why you ever left Alaska. With the ratio of ten to one? I'm surprised you weren't snatched up at sixteen. I led a sheltered life. Sarah shrugged. She'd honestly never thought about it. You must have. Can I buy you lunch? The cafe here has a great menu. Plus, I need your advice on a bid I'm putting together. Sure, I'm famished. Once they were seated and had ordered their meals, Sarah got down to business. Is this the same client you and Jerry were working on last month? Yes, it's for the school district. They want new laptops in all their high schools and desktops in the middle schools. I'm working with Patricia Anders. She's heading the committee and will make the recommendation to the school board. Patricia Anders? The one who teaches computer classes at Bartlett High School? Sarah asked. You know her? We were roommates in college here in Anchorage before I transferred to Washington. So it's true what they say about a small world, isn't it? I wonder why she didn't mention she knew you. I mean, she knows your married name, doesn't she? Yes, but I'm sure she's trying to avoid a conflict of interest. Otherwise, she would have called me. I'll honor her wishes and stay out of the negotiations until after you win the bid. So tell me, what can I do for you? I've put the final bid together, but it's not our usual contract. We made the top three— and the committee came back with a few more requests. I want to offer free training and software upgrades as an integral part of the maintenance agreement. It should guarantee the deal for us. I've studied other company policies, and maintenance is where companies like ours lose future business. I've worked up the numbers, and with a contract of this size, free software upgrades are a small concession when compared to future hardware costs." I wanted your opinion before I finalized the presentation. I'd like to see the figures, but so far I like the idea. Sarah appreciated that Karen had done her homework. I'll email them to you, because I need an answer tonight. I thought I had a week, but they moved the presentation to tomorrow morning. I know it's last minute, but my spies tell me we're close to winning this. No problem. I'll call you as soon as I review the numbers— but something tells me you've got this one handled. Thanks, Sarah. 
I appreciate that, especially with such a large change. No problem. We have to stay competitive. Sarah realized making Karen manager of the Anchorage office had been a very smart move. After lunch, Sarah did a little more shopping, but she needed to follow through on Karen's request and prepare for tomorrow's meeting. Eddie took her to the condo, did a full check for her safety, and left early, glad for the opportunity to spend some more time with his girlfriend. Once she had business matters dealt with, Sarah rewarded herself with a long, soothing bubble bath and fell into bed. John had come through on his promise, and Sarah had an unlisted telephone number. And, though the calls had stopped haunting her, she disconnected the phone beside her bed anyway.